0: I'm Justin McCartney. We've got Brian Cassidy with us tonight, and the man himself, Marty McCauley, joins us. Marty, what's on the show tonight? It's one of those really weird Justin, shows tonight. It's packed
1: tonight. I, I, honestly, I have been working all week at this. I've, I, I, another way, I, I normally don't do a huge amount of prep, as you well know. That's, that's all sort of cobbled together at the last minute. But I've actually been doing some stuff for this tonight. It's packed. We, we'll, we'll, we'll run over tonight. We'll run over.
0: Okay, now we've got Brian Cassidy. Brian, good evening to you. We'll be talking to you in fifteen minutes' time. You are a, a sort of enthusiast that's of correct, Robert I'm, Burns. I'm, I'm actually. actually, the president
2: of the Belfast Burns Association, uh, which have been going almost one hundred and fifty years, and possibly could be the first president to be impeached. But no, that's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
0: That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. You stay there first. We'll talk to you in about fifteen minutes' time. So, uh, you stay there. Watch the proceedings. You're still with us. So I'm only going to hide you. Here we go. Because Marty's got to do the news first. As Lots always, of Justin. News tonight, as always, we have. Yes.
1: We're going tonight. We're going from the White House to space to 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 Scotland uh, to Cork, all over the place, man. All over. Uh, people people have uh, have said to me. Why do you do a Robbie Burns special when you're the Irish Whiskey Review? Just to to be clear, the closest distillery to me is Bushmills, okay? Bushmills. The second closest distillery to where I sit is Springbank. So when people talk about where we are, we're very, very close. And Robbie Burns, his most famous work, Auld Lang Syne, is really when people talk about Ulster Scots and Ulans and, you know, Lowland Scott. Language, it's all the same language, so they're very closely linked. So,
0: yeah, isn't Old Lang Sang supposed to be the second most famous well, song after in happy all the birthday it's world? The,
1: sort of it's thing? allegedly, and I, obviously, you can't verify this 100%, but it's the second most sung song in the world after Happy Birthday because so many people know it from New Year's Eve.
0: The news, we've got a lot to get through tonight. We've got the news to get through. We've got American presidents to get through. Uh, We've got Robbie Burns to get through. We're probably going to overrun the hour tonight. I think so.
1: Always remember, guys, you can pick it up anytime on Facebook videos. Or YouTube so you know you can always pick it up if, if somebody has to go to bed <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, i tell you it's a, it's a Saturday night. I don't yeah. think anybody will be going to bed too early I've uh, got to say hello to everybody that's watching tonight uh, some uh, may even be sober <laughs> some may even drink it sober yes uh, Sherman Wright is saying it's Burns I was at Burns grounds in ershire right beside ershire World's rugby football ground there you go Sherman uh, where haven't you been got, Sherman? Sherman has got a- about these I
1: don't days, know.
0: let me tell you. <laughs> I've been asked if I've sorted a jingle yet for the news. No, I haven't. I'm working on it. But well, listen, we've got too much to do. We've got too much to do. What do you want? with a podcast on Wednesday as well. And you want I, a jingle I, sorted. On, God. I want a jingle sorted. What sort do you it. think this is? I the want TV a jingle is. sorted. You do it for Mark, you won't do it for me. <laughs> the tax man's hunting you down. Here he is, he's hunting you down. Right, well,
1: first thing on the show tonight, the Scottish Whiskey Association has asked the Chancellor, Rishi Sunak, if he could cut tax on spirits by 5%, the reason they're asking for this is they, based on modelling conducted by the Centre for Economic and Business Research, they said a 5% cut would generate $750 million for the, the, the exchequer over three years, because if they lower the taxes, people buy more. Now, one of the reasons they're asking for this is, we talked about this briefly, I don't like to go too much into this, but there's a reason. There's a... Trade war essentially between Europe and the UK now because of Brexit and the US. And it's based around aircraft. It's a bit boring. I'm not really all that bothered. But what's happened is the Scottish Whiskey Association, or Scottish whiskies and Northern Irish whiskies, have been hit with a 25% tax on import to the US, which has cost the Scottish Whiskey Association 450 million in 15 months. Now, the reason, obviously, you're focusing on Scotch is because it's such a huge market. The figures there are so much more shocking. In Northern Ireland, that's going to be a little bit different and obviously all over Ireland. So it's just a slightly different thing. But if, if he lowers tax by 5% and based on that modelling, it would make sense to do so. It means the price of whiskey will come down for all of us. Do you think it'll make much of a difference, Marty? Well, Justin, depending on the bottle of whisky that you buy, and I have a cheap one down here, I've already set it on the table, a huge amount of the price of a bottle of whisky. The Scottish Whisky Association reckon that nearly 70% of the price of a bottle of whisky is taxed by the time you take in all the various taxes that are on the production and then on the spirits tax, etc., cetera, et cetera, So a 5% reduction could make a massive difference, certainly at the lower end. If it generates more tax and it costs the public less money, what's not to like about that? I'm with you. I'm with you. Right.
0: Remember, if you like the show tonight, comment, like and share. It's as simple as that. Uh, Vic Cameron saying, happy Burns night. Vic's, of course, is Scottish. Uh, Yeah. uh, Enjoy. Well, it's Burns Night Monday officially, but we're doing it tonight because the show's on Saturday. And we didn't want to do an extra one this week. And uh, Good evening, gentlemen. <laughs> Did I ever mention I used to go out with a girl who made whiskey? I love her still. Yeah, we've heard that one before, uh-huh. Frank. <laughs> right, what, have you, what are you burning down here, Marty? What's burning tonight? There was a, a quick
1: air of panic around the internet during the week. The picture, pull it up in full screen for us, Justin. Okay, we will do it, yeah. This picture flashed up on Twitter and someone phoned the fire brigade. This is the Middleton distillery, Irish distillers down in uh, in Middleton, down near Cork. So they saw this, rung the fire brigade, but it turned out it's just a cold night. They're venting off some steam, (laughs) so it's not actually on fire.
0: (laughs) Right. Okay. Yep.
1: When, it, when a newspaper contacted someone that they knew that worked at the distillery uh to ask them about this this inferno, he says, I hope not, because I'm sitting <laughs> on my sofa. So it, it, it was perfectly all right. It was but it, it does look like it's on fire. You can understand why someone I'm would do you. that. But so panic don't panic <laughs> sticking with sticking with Irish distillers, Irish distillers have said that they're going to uh renovate their visitor centre. Uh, and and two buildings Mm -hmm. down at the Middleton Distillery. Uh, In anticipation for tourists coming back, I think we'll probably have a fair amount of time to do this, if I'm honest. The Middleton Distillery, they're going to renovate the Heritage Centre, it will boast a new reception area, an auditorium, tasting rooms, a bar, cafe, retail shops, uh, meeting rooms, staff facilities. And what's the important thing for tourists? A shop, Justin. What's the most single most- Toilets. Toilets. No, 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 no. Much more important than that, toilets. Absolutely, new toilet block and all. New toilet block going on. So that's, they're going to pay, they're going to get that renovated. Um, they attract, between there and the attraction they have on Bow Street in Dublin, they're attracting over half a million visitors a year. So you really sort of need to stay on top of your game when you're getting that amount of of people. Sticking with Jameson, still, they have teamed up with a company called So Far Sound to really bring live music back to people and to try and showcase up and coming talent. The idea is to entertain people at home because obviously there's loads of people who are missing out on live music. I know a few people who it's really breaking their heart that they can't get out to go and see bands and stuff. So this, the idea is to try and bring the bands into your home with live music to showcase these talent because you have to remember, they're not getting a chance to to showcase. So people who were up and coming really now are they're stagnating and timing's everything with this kind of stuff. So Jameson are sponsoring the shows and there's also a donate button. So if you like the, the band, you can certainly donate. a
0: good idea, Martin. Certainly a certainly so idea.
1: No, my, my only thing is I don't know any of these <laughs> guys, but that's probably the idea behind it.
0: It the could be your
1: age, Marty. <laughs> if they're my age, they're not up and coming, Justin. If they're my age, they've been and gone. <laughs> you know, I, I'm sort of with the Ashley kind of style. You know, that's that's it doesn't happen for me. No, uh, so George Greeton, Peaks, Latte or Latteer, sorry, uh, are all up and coming artists. But thanks to COVID, they've all they're stopped. So Irish Distillers have sponsored the at home gigs and encouraged people to listen and possibly donate. So. If you want to check that out, go to sofarsounds.com, and you can check out the gigs that they're broadcasting there. So, I think it's it's a small way of trying to help these guys out and keep people entertained. Definitely, definitely like a worthy
0: idea. My, what about this bottle? I mean, did you buy it? Yeah.
1: No, it hasn't come up for sale just yet, Justin. But (laughs) I'm going to see if I can tap you. Because I think I think maybe you're the man. You're the man with the dough. <laughs> Whenever we're talking about when we were talking uh-huh. about the Chancellor earlier, R- Rishi needs to get me a few pounds because we've got absolutely zilch so far. Um no, this is this bottle is coming up for auction at the next auction from whiskeyauctioneer.com, which is an online whiskey house in in based in Perth. Who Auctioned off what was called the, the perfect collection. First instalment of the perfect collection, which was a man, Richard Gooding, who his father started a company bottling Pepsi, and then he took is it over him, as the is owner it? and CEO He then sold the company to Pepsi. That's him, yeah. Now he died in 2014, and they've been auctioning off his whiskey collection ever since. Now The Macallan 1926, the last time a bottle of this sold was in 2019, and it sold for £1.5 million. Now, they're expecting this to sell for similar, or thereabouts, possibly more. So, I'll I'll need to give you a good tap, Justin. You'll need to sell the Audi to buy this. (laughs)
0: I tell you what you need to say in about 30 IDR-8s to get it.
1: Well, there's that, but there's another auction as well. And if, I like this. I find this interesting. Gordon and McPhail are uh, selling off 290 bottles of a Glenn Grant 72-year-old whiskey. Um, just the first bottle is going to go and sale at an Bonham's auction in Hong Kong. And it's bottle number 88. Now, the letter... The number 8 in China is considered very 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 lucky because it sounds sounds like the word for getting rich. So 88 means getting rich, getting rich. However, they reckon this bottle is going to cost you at least £40,000. So I'm going to say it's not (laughs) the best way of getting rich by forking over £40,000 plus fees. Plus don't get postage. Um, so, um, yeah, it's – there's only 290 bottles, and it's 72 years old. I mean, it's just incredible. Yeah, it really. cer- cer- you
0: know? cer- certainly is. Do you think if you buy it at 40,000, it'll be worth more in five years' time?
1: I, I think the night going, I read uh, about a, a Singapore group. Do you remember we talked about the whiskey last week, the week before – I read about a singapore group who's wanting to set up unit trusts in whiskey and that's they're not the first to do it but i think they're maybe the first in the far east uh and what you're what you're finding is people are, the art market is kind of all the really really expensive stuff yeah no one can afford now and sort of it's, it's sort of second and third year art that is now being collected they're wanting to find assets that people can put money into that will appreciate and when they do that everything that you buy the price keeps going up because it's a kind of it's a false in many ways it's a false economy it's all what people think something's worth so I think if if what you'll find is people will buy this there's only 290 bottles of it uh will be bought up and it'll just because they've set it up that it's actually valuable and appreciate appreciating in value that's what's okay. going to happen. So, sort of so- has to. Now, the last the last story of the week, keeping it classy. We've turned to Proper Twelve. Right. Before his next fight at UFC 257, two, Conor McGregor has brought out what every good whiskey drinker needs: a hoodie <laughs> for your bottle. Okay. This is a. <laughs> this is this is a limited edition. Hoodie-covered bottle of rubber 12. Now, if you go to the Insta, his Instagram page, you get a little video of the bottle walk. You know that McGregor? The song goes, do the McGregor walk, do the McGregor walk, do the McGregor walk. Yeah. Keep her classy, Connor. Keep her classy, boy.
0: <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. And that, Justin, is my news for the week. Good, 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 because we've got to head to American presidents now, uh, and we're we're doing well, that as a, a homage yeah. to sort of uh, sort of the inauguration sort of stuff. Well,
1: well, in case anybody missed this, there was an inauguration, a presidential inauguration last week. They even cancelled the chase, much to mine and your chagrin. We weren't overly impressed. Ben, no, I to, to show us. They show us the inauguration. So that was okay. We, uh, what I decided to do was go through what a lot of people don't realise is American president, out of the 46 American presidents there have been, a huge percentage of came from what was called the Scots-Irish. So I put this bottle out, again, not to labour the point. But where I am, I'm, I'm extremely close to Scotland, and it all ties in with the Robbie Burns stuff as well. The old kingdom of Dalriada, Lots of American presidents, their families were from Ulster, from this part of the world. And when they went across to America, lots of them became presidents, or their descendants became presidents. Uh, so I decided to go through and check out some of the whiskey history of some of them. And I thought to myself, right, Oh, I'll maybe stick to the sort of Ulster Scots one, but there's a couple of other ones in there. But uh, we'll go through some
0: of the yeah, Scots-Irish guys. Wouldn't, so wouldn't we'll Brad Cassidy with... be a guy to bring in in this because he actually knows loads about Ulster Scots stuff, being a, a, a sort of expert on Robbie Burns. Oh, yeah. But Martin's right. Really, uh, I was taking the H- point earlier
2: H- on about uh, the distance between the shores you know, of, of Northern Ireland and, and Scotland. And again, you know the big presence of the United States presence, like Andrew Jackson, for instance, of Carrick, and uh, the the kingdom certainly of Dalriada as well. Uh, but coincidentally, uh, Abraham Abraham Lincoln on, uh, on his bedside uh, table had had uh, a copy of uh, Robert Burns' poems, he, and and Washington was a big fan. And I'm sort of getting all you know all the the people all the Americans who were influenced by him you know Bob Dylan uh, the the Red Red Rose yeah. uh, also the great yeah was Cassius he was yeah. Cassius Clive obviously the before Muhammad Ali when he visited the the Burns Museum uh, his poem uh, was called Slaves Lament because of Burns' opposition to to slavery but there's a massive massive connection and. Again, again, what Martin, Marty, and and Justin really? for up from the the Northland area, uh, the the trade that went you know across down right. So when Burns was living, you had revolutions. You know that he was very interested in the American Revolution, the the French Revolution, and and that that came forward in in a lot of his his poems, and and of course his. Uh, is uh love for the opposite sex, as you as you know. Uh, way
0: way back then it was easier to go to Scotland across the water, across the North Channel, <laughs> than it was to go to Belfast. But but America's big into the ports. They even uh-huh. had that we girl, the youth port there and the big yellow dress. Do you remember? Uh so so it's a bit like their their version of the she was very good. It's a bit like he was poor that position. So it's 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 going to go somewhere. But uh, listen, my favorite is old Hickory. My favorite is old Hickory. Uh, Andrew Jackson, numbers, lucky number seven. Yeah, he was a controversial, controversial man. was controversial.
2: It? He was indeed. Uh, now, they called the the Trail of Tears about uh you know about what he did the uh, the the indigenous population, uh for you know, colonialization. Uh, but. Again, it's a very very complex subject, which you know obviously I I don't want to get impeached out this so I, I would prefer maybe not comment on them, you know, too much. But uh, but uh, what what you were saying earlier on too morning about you know about investment in whiskeys, uh, and you're saying about uh, uh it's it was probably better to buy whiskey than gold in the last couple of years, and I mean I I'm a collector of whiskey and. What what one of the, a couple of bands that I've been following there's Runrig for instance here and I you know uh, no more, they had their own whiskey and my goodness you you'd have bought a ball for about sixty pound now you're talking hundreds yeah you know? scary form my, my other favorite band from they you know.
0: Marty what about this old Hickory then and Andrew Jackson
1: well first of all I'll just say George Washington was a distiller At Mount Vernon he had his own distillery and sold it. But so had Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson, uh, his home, Hunter's Hill, made whiskey and sold it. And we know that from tax records. Now, this is a brand named and pictures him on the cover. Uh, so it's uh, by R.S. Lippmann. Andrew Jackson was a distiller. Anyone who's come up the Coast Road will see the sign off into Andrew Jackson Homestead. Because he just come just not far from where just about north of from where you are, Justin, just outside. Carrick. That's right. Yeah. The next one we have Andrew Johnson. I love this story. I love this. Andrew Johnson was Abraham Lincoln's running mate. So coming up to coming up to the inauguration, he, he felt unwell, Justin. <laughs> you know, he felt unwell. So the day of the inauguration, he took a couple of whiskeys to make himself feel better. Then he got up to make a bit of a speech. Let's just say it didn't impress people too much because he sort of over-medicated <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> people people then referred to him that he was, shall we say, he was a bit well-oiled. Uh so he actually his grandfather came from Larne, which is between Carrick and here, and he was also called Andrew Johnson. So Andrew Johnson from Larne was. President Andrew Johnson. Hundreds, hundreds of thousands of so The next one is President Ulysses. Hundreds of thousands of people
0: um, a year, Marty, emigrated from Lauren, didn't they, eh? Brian? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, see, they're
2: doing very well in the football world now. <laughs> and, 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 again, there's a big connection from the United States. I mean, he, uh, the guy that owns Purple Bricks, you know, he made a fortune and then I think he sold at the right time and invested in, in Lorne. So... Never know. Lauren could end up in the Premier League in England, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, well, <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't think so.
0: I don't uh, think so. Well, you, 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 never. But you, never, you know. never know. Where are we heading next but, morning?
1: Uh, we're going to talk about Ulysses S. Grant. Now he, that's a stern-looking man. There, that that's a guy you don't. By the look of him, don't want to trifle with when he was when he was a general. In the confederate or not in the confederate army the union army one of his subordinates said to lincoln grant was a drunkard that he drunk too much and lincoln said well if he drinks if you say he's a drunkard could you find out what it is he drinks so i can give a barrel to each of my other generals so what he's normally drunk was old crow now he was descended from his mother was family was from tyrone but he was uh, a very stern gentleman, but he's another Ulster Scott, and Old Crow was his yes. drink of choice. Have you
0: ever heard of Old Crow before, Brian? I, I, I can't say I have heard of that one.
2: No, I haven't. Uh, what's it? I well, I wouldn't be raving about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I haven't tasted it. <laughs> You wouldn't be crowing about it this week, mate. You
2: wouldn't you, be crowing you about you're it. You're saying about Burns. I mean, you're, you're saying about you know, uh, the alcohol bit. Uh, You know, it's pure myth that, you know, everybody thought that Burns was an alcoholic. He certainly loved a beverage or two, but I think it was... uh, uh, I'm going to the pub, you know, he would have said that probably Gene Armour, I'm going to the pub in September and come back in December, you know, that sort of thing. But but, uh, he was, uh, you know, as I say, just given a wee bit history, he had nine uh, by his (laughs) wife, uh, uh, children uh, by Gene Armour. And on the day of his interment, she gave birth to uh, his last sibling, uh, oh, right. and he he also had another three or four that that we know of, and God knows how many more after that. But then uh, you've got Campbell Campbelltown, you've got Mary Campbell. You know the you know uh, not too far across from yourself there, Marty. So mm-hmm. uh, so but, but connected yeah, with Glen yeah. Scotia. That's, yeah, right. Oh, very nice. Very nice. I, I have one here i don't know if you, you've tasted it or not uh the centenary uh, no I'm, I'm, this is one i'm not opening it's a teeling that you were saying there was, there was whiskey there earlier on you said there was only something like 250 made i was i was advised to buy this and i was coming out in the united states and there was only 250 bald and the guy who gave the review said he was so surprised that they didn't keep it in the distillery Right. You know, i'm yeah. actually that about it, and it's probably know that one yeah. well it's a blend it's the first time I've tasted it it's a it's a robert burns one it's it's from uh the world federation it's uh, it's from a, a distillery in an aran yeah in isle of aran isle of
1: aran so uh, as i say it's a blend yeah. which coincidentally i can see from my it, house again yeah. i can tell you. <laughs> it's that's a blend of uh i have it somewhere it's a blend of Glencoyne, right. Dalmore, and Glenn Groyk. Aye. Right, so we'll move on to the next president, Chester Arthur. Now Chester Alan Arthur, he didn't he, his father was from Cully Baggy, right. which is where my grandfather was from. Now he was more your style, <laughs> Justin. He was a cocktail man. He's a cocktail man. Now he was known he was known as Elegant Arthur. Uh he owned eighty pairs of trousers. And whenever he moved into the White House. He uh, he sold off two cartloads of memorabilia so he could redecorate it up to his choice, you know. So he was he was a stylish dude, but he, he loved cocktails and he was known for his highballs. Now you can go online and find his recipe. That'll be a wee job for you during the week, Justin. You can go on and perfect the Arthur Highball, get your new umbrella and all that.
0: You know. I think I'll have to try that one morning. <laughs> so, you know, uh, I'm going to try making cheese this week because I think he's I think he's. Now, if you see more presents to
1: get through, don't worry. <laughs> we took William McKinley, he was another cocktail guy. So when he was running, he's, he's very stern-faced. You, you don't, he doesn't look like a puppy animal. But one of the things he was running, campaigning for election, was he, he came up with a cocktail for people to drink called McKinley's Delight, which was three ounces of rye, one ounce of sweet vermouth, two dashes of sherry brandy, and one dash of absinthe. So I'm, I'm going to say... You're not going to drink too many of those on a night out uh, because they might blow the head clean off you. He created that during his campaign, and he ran son of a guy from Bala Money, Henley. So he was another one. Now, there's other presidents as well. Uh, Martin Van Buren. He drank so mu- Martin Van Buren, who's not an Austro-Scots one, but he drank so much whiskey that he got the nickname Blue okay. Whiskey Van. Zachary Taylor was once asked if he was going to run for president, and he told the guy, shut up and drink <laughs> your whiskey. Don't be so silly. We have... Harry Truman, his grandfather was Solomon Young, who came from Ulster, and he loved bourbon. He used to have one before lunch. He to—he to, was a morning drinker. He, so he used to get up and have a, a drink. Tomstown Distillery have brought out a, a, a bourbon to commemorate this, which I think, if you put that up on full screen, Justin, because it's a really nice ball, it's a nice sort of Art Deco it looking ball. Angle looks class. Now, it's not a 75 year old whiskey. It's, it's beautiful. I think the bottle's really cool. It's to commemorate the 75th anniversary of Truman's election, but I think that looks really, really stylish. Uh, so, as I say, Truman is another one from another Scots-Irish or Ulster Scots president, but that's me finished with the president whiskeys and presidents. But, just before we go, Donald Trump, <laughs> there's a few other presidents that liked whiskey. So, Dwight D. Eisenhower, Lyndon B. And Johnson liked their whiskeys or bourbons. Trump had a button installed on the White House Oval Office that you could ring to get in a Diet I would Coke. get Coke Zero. It's, a but, Diet it's, better, Coke. it's
0: better than Diet Coke.
1: Yes. <laughs> now, Biden has had it removed. Biden had it removed today, apparently. Now, I'm going to say Biden might get one in for Horlicks or Cocoa, maybe just warm milk <laughs> before
0: he goes to bed. Let's move on. <laughs> But before, yeah, controversial, before I this subject, We had a comment in uh, from Mary Vance, who's watching in Newport, Rhode Island, and she says, uh, you guys are good. Old Crow was heavily advertised. A picture of a crow wearing a top hat, I think. Uh, thanks for that, Mary. And uh, good evening or good afternoon to you. No, good evening to you. It's five o'clock there in Newport, Rhode Island, home of the America's Cup and tennis in America as well. It's uh, Brian Cassidy. This is your time. We've got half an hour or more to devote to you and this man, Robbie Burns for Burns Night. Uh, uh, so give us a bit of background on the guy then. Well, uh, he was born in
2: 1759. His, his father uh, was from the, the Aberdeenshire area, and that would have been probably an area where... I'm not an expert on languages and what Martin has said earlier on was that, you know languages is a mix of all words and actually people use words every day particularly in the North Antrim coast like the word sleeket or or thing and they don't realize sometimes it's coming from from across the shock uh, he 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 was known as a uh, Burness and then yeah. he changed the name to Burns but when he arrived down at the Ayrshire coast uh on a small farm holding which, which struggled actually, uh, but his father was very forward-thinking and he saw the need for, for, for education and he actually paid privately amongst a, a cooperative of farmers uh, who put the money forward, educated the young man, but he was, he was a boy a genius, let's face it. And uh, then, he, as I say, he, he was 37 uh, when he died in 1796. He, he met his sweetheart, Jean uh, Armour, uh, amongst others, but at one stage, in, uh, when sort of the mid 70s, he was struggling, and there was talk of him, you know, he was going to go out to Jamaica. And he, he ended up in Edinburgh and he brought out a Kilmarnock edition of poetry, which actually accelerated his wealth. And as his, his, uh, he was all of a sudden he was accepted because he was known, you know, as a, the ploughman poet, self educated in, in many ways and i don't think there were some of the Edinburgh aristocracy wouldn't have taken him uh, very serious at the time until until that the, the the poet uh the poems came out but then he went on a tour as lads would do and uh i suppose it'd be like <laughs> you know some of the top groups today and then he went all around scotland uh giving out his you know his poetry and and then he ended up as i say he married Jean armor but he had, he had Numerous affairs, uh, one, uh, numerous affairs. Uh, one was uh, <laughs> Carol McElhose, who was with the aristocracy in Edinburgh. And she gave Burns a letter to, to deliver to one of her maids. I don't know what it was, uh, and with the content in the letter, but she ended up pregnant and he was only, you know, and then he looked after her. And then he, he as I say, she stuck by him and, uh, she, she lived at quite a, consider- a considerable age. Uh, but just so uh, he, he finished off in, 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 in do and he actually, his last writing, you know, his last writings were, uh, was, a, it was a letter. It was a begging letter to one of his friends cause he was massively in debt, uh, to, you know, purchase bad, probably business as well. But, uh, he, very, very sadly, yeah. and as I was saying earlier, uh, you know, there's a lot of people. There's a, a chap, uh, his name escapes me, he had written a book about Burns uh, a couple of years after his life, and he had only met the man once. and He, he gave him this false thing of, that he was too fond of alcohol. But a, a, a lot of Burnsians throughout the world know that you know, if you were an alcoholic, you wouldn't have uh, uh, produced the amount of books, poems, songs that he had written, you know, that that sang by different artists, like.
1: Say things like, uh, you know, they were on a drinking session and they had, you know, between these guys, they had all drunk 25 bottles of wine over a course of an evening. But I think we think of this as everybody sort of binge drinking. Up until fairly recently, people would have drank very moderately all day. So they wouldn't necessarily have been drinking; they'd have drunk quite a volume of stuff without technically really being that drunk. So you know, when we talk about true whiskey and the and he would have had maybe a whiskey and a late in the morning, maybe another one at three o'clock in the afternoon. And you know, people get these reputations for drinking, which maybe maybe aren't totally deserved. Um, But Burns, Burns, his output of work. Or his output of the amount of stuff he did, he was very big into old Scottish, old Gaelic uh, songs and stuff. Uh, and he tried to yeah, collect well, those. Well, didn't it he? Was
2: the was years of uh, romanticism, you know. And as I say, you know, a, a lot of his poetry was all about love and, like, My Love is Like a Red, Red Rose that's sweetly sprung in June. My Love is Like the Melody that sweetly plays a tune. And just, just, it just rolls off the tongue. I'm not very good with the the, the Scots accent or whatever, but uh, just a, lo- a lot. of his poems are about the land <laughs> and about you know the his association with the land. And again, he, again, I'm thinking socially. If if, if if you take say if you take Ireland and Scotland, with the the way very good, Marty. If if you take Ireland and Scotland, uh, the pub was a community, a hub where people went to, and you know you you know. I, I, I think we're, we're sort of, if you look at what's happening now, the, the world became smaller, but now we actually need that community spirit back. And, and, and I mean, I, I think a pub in, in the culture of Scotland and Ireland was, was, was part of our makeup, basically, I'm not saying whiskey or alcohol was, but certainly in terms of the, the community.
0: Thing, uh, but you can't look- do everything on Zoom. What is what you're saying? And back then, people drank because it was safer to drink distilled or brewed spirits than it was to drink the water.
2: That, that's right, Justin well, well, if you think of uh, yeah. if you think of, of you know, all the letters that he had written, hundreds, you know. So that that was his. That was the social media of the day, and probably not a lot of people too were uh, could write as well, but. Uh, as I say, most of them, I think, were were love letters, you know, and as I say, he was a notorious uh, man for the, the opposite sex. And uh, apparently, you know, well, I, 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 <laughs> I, he reminds me of uh, George Best. Well, he was poetry in motion in the football field, mind But
1: He was one of those guys, he, he just fell in love at the drop of a hat. You know, he really sort of... It was 100% full bore with him. You know, he, as soon as he met somebody, he just fell absolutely head over heels in love with her and sort of forgot about the one he already had. But then that fell apart and he went, he went back to, you know, Jean Armour and stuff, he went back to her and she took him back in again. And, you know, I, I'm just going to read uh, one of his other poems. Uh, we'll get to outline Lang Syne in a minute or two is To a Mouse. So uh, we slick at cow and timor- a wee sahiste wee bickering brattle. Now, there's a whisky called Timorous Beastie. This isn't it, but this is the wee beastie from Ardbeg over in island, which I'm going to pour myself. But the Timorous Beastie is by Douglas Lamb. That is another homage to Robbie Burns. Robbie Burns is obviously Scotland's national poet, but how, how did he get to be as big as he was? I mean he was he was enormous and he was enormous in ulster as well i heard it saying that every home in ulster or every presbyterian house in Ulster, anyway had a copy of the bible and a copy of burns's poetry so how how did he get I, to yeah, be so big that, over that's here that's right
2: more, more, you know not just presbyterian household because burns still you know stretched right, right across communities and and he also was a uh, he was into women's rights and uh, equality of man, uh, like in, in, in the poem, a man's a man for all that. Well, his, his son, his son came over to uh, Belfast in, in the early 1800s. He took the, the poetry world by storm, certainly. And then then all of a sudden, then Auld Lang Syne, as you know, you said earlier on, probably the second most uh, sang song in, 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 in the world from, from Happy Birthday. And you look at how many people have grabbed a stranger's hand on a, on a New Year's Eve and, you know, and sang. sang. So I, yeah. I think that promoted him as well uh, in, in, in that. But his, his connection, really, to, to Ireland, as it was then, uh, was his sister came over in, in the early 1800s. And her husband, who uh, was, what would you call, I suppose, an estate manager, and a place called Stevens Town Pond down at Dundalk and it it was owned by uh, you know a, a plantation family basically uh, they they needed uh, someone there to you know for irrigation of the land for to bring water to the the, the, the fruit trees and all that so he stayed there and she stayed there and there they're actually uh, there's a cemetery uh, Church of Ireland Church in the center of uh, Dundalk, and our association. We that's where Agnes. That was Agnes Burns. But Robert's mother uh, was Agnes, but she was Brown. And as I said earlier on, he was Burness, changed instead, you know, the two Burns. But Agnes Brown and the husband uh, they're in the grave, and there's a statue of Burns, and we, we would go down there on as his, his death. You know, it's was the twenty fifth of July, and Lea Reef. It's beautiful, beautiful. I see, I see you've got Joseph's got a, a lovely photograph of, of it. Uh, it's it's worth going to see uh, when, when anybody's down there. And of course, you're saying about worldwide, but just recently we're we're members of the the Robert Burns World Federation, and just in November there we had a, a club that formed in St Petersburg, we play in China, uh, New York. Yeah, you have, uh, Japan. You know, it's just it's massive. You know, just this guy. I mean, literally come from, you know, poverty basically. At uh, end up one of the greatest poets in the world. So, yeah. Uh, but uh, on 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 our Burns on, on our Burns nights, if you like, uh, which would, would be Monday for those viewers on that uh, don't know. And on the twenty fifth, uh, we, it's a massive night where you, you probably see at the start of the night you pipe the haggis in, and then you have, uh, you know, the different toasts, the Selkirk grace, some hay meat that can't eat, you know, so, and then it's the, the, the dress of the haggis, some say is the most important uh, part of the ceremony, which is very good if, you, if you've never been to a Burns night. And then it's followed usually by uh, a, a toast to the lassies, and then a reply, so there's always a wee bit of on that. And then you have the immortal memory, which you talk about the life story of, of Burns. Quite serious, that generally, you know, but it uh, depends where it's, where it's said, you
0: know. We're getting a lot of messages in from uh, people all around the world. Mary Baines has been back in touch. She says, I'm learning a lot for Brian. Thank you. Uh, I knew he was revered in Scotland. Yes, he's revered all over uh, Robbie Burns. He's world famous. Uh, now, a lot of people are, are saying hello online tonight. Uh, Sir Michael Matthews is saying, is Is that the Agnes Brown that's on the telly now? No, that's Mrs. Brown's boys you're talking about. (laughs) And uh, James McKee is saying it's well worth a visit. And Shane Foley is saying uh, 28th president of Joe Wilson's grandfather lived in Strabane. The house still stands, yes. Uh, Joe Biden being in power in the States, 23 of the 46, 50% of the presidents are from Ireland in sub way shape or another so that'll only be good for tourism when it kicks back in again if you want to get in touch with us all you need to do is comment like and share on facebook or youtube and we'll say hello to you any questions for brian will be mostly welcome marty what's next
1: well i want to just talk about haggis a wee second a lot of people probably don't actually know what haggis is, or they, they they might have heard about it or whatever haggis is Robbie Burns wrote an address to a haggis. A haggis is, was a real treat back in the day. Um, and if you just bear with me, I'll start the address to the haggis. It's a pudding of meat, essentially. It's made with offal. You probably don't know about it too much in the States because it's technically banned because they won't allow the importation of lambs' lungs. I'll give you a list of some of the ingredients. There's lots of different recipes for them. Beef, liver or offal. Lamb's pluck, which is heart, lungs and liver. Beef trimmings, which is just the trimmings off the fat. suet, oatmeal and barley, with then some, some herbs and spices. Now, if lamb's lungs and uh, liver and stuff is not your cup of tea, it uh, it's really the highlight of a Burns supper. So, Brian, could you tell people, Burns supper actually How Burns supper evolved was
2: uh, the uh, Burns and his friends uh, met in a, a house in a place called Tar and it was a bachelor's club it was probably a sh- maybe a shebeen they might call it now, <laughs> I don't know but they, they had a few drinks and they, uh, they it was more or less like a debating society uh, also that the, the, that's really he Also, had a big well, there was a big Masonic influence, and if you look at the four, you're talking about the forefathers of the United States, they you know, the, the Unitarian Presbyterian side that they were all from like a background as well. So, there, there, there's a lot of that in Burns's writings about you know, about friendship and and uh, the, the love for, for one another, uh, but how it evolved was there was couple of years after his death his friends you know the contemporaries they decided to to just remember robert burns and that's as i say in the supper in the supper well particularly Lang Syne, at every meeting and burns uh, associations or clubs throughout the world they all often every night or say once a month of the meet we, we would meet probably six months uh, of the year basically and then we'll have a good break and uh we would sing au lang syne at the, at the end of, of, of each meeting and you know it, it, it's not it's not just about in in the burns clubs and in, in the federation for instance it's all about education and if it's about music about poetry so our our particular uh, burns association we would maybe give an award to a young piper who's going across the water to compete and you know give a donation or someone uh, singing a song and poetry very exciting time for us uh, ahead hopefully we're, we'll be uh we're, we're in conjunction with the Ulster university where we're going to be d- doing a lot uh, of work with, with the, the schools uh, what's well actually the uh that at the minute is sort of an ongoing thing uh and if, if anybody's interested you know it'll be probably i would say our a main website will be in the next three or four months uh if, if you keep you keep watching sort of Facebook, uh, but the, the, the supper is the, the, the most important thing of the year because it brings everybody together, and then federations uh, would, would sort of give greetings to each other. And so, it's, it's all about you, know, you you will see it in his writings that the, the big, big influence that, that he had, you know, on the equality of man, and he was very, very much into women's rights despite you know all his encounters.
1: Now, what I'm going to say is, at a burn supper, the highlight of the whole evening is the the, the address of the haggis, where they, they 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 read a poem called To a Haggis, and then they bring in, the, the haggis comes in. Now, I'll read the first sort of bit of it. Uh, Fair fae, your honest, sonsy face, great chief to know the puddin' race. A them, ah, ye you take your place, punch tripe and throne. Will ye are worldly of a grace, as langs my arm. I'm sure most people out there haven't a clue what that means, but basically it's, it's praising that the haggis steaming and reeking is, is as good as any food in, in, in the world or in space. For this week, a haggis went into space, Justin. A, a company called Stratonauts UK launched a haggis. This is a Simon Howe haggis. Now Simon Howe is uh, makes these, you can buy them in various supermarkets. And they are based just north, east of Stirling. Now this company, Knots, what they do is they, they basically launch helium balloons. They take stuff up as an advertising. Now we're already we're heading for we're over 16,000 feet. For anyone who wants to know about the Scottish space industry, the payload of this is 454 grams. And it's already high, higher than Everest. 107,000 feet! That's in the card. When she comes, just ah, It was not the link. It's just totally silly. silly. Once it hits that, I know it is. But this is the point. Now, There's some figures coming up here. But I gave them beforehand. It's now doing 195.27 miles an hour. It's it minus 60 degrees centigrade or 76 degrees Fahrenheit? If you happen to be. Uh, Stateside rubber it, it took off from Dunning in Perth at Ross. The boom was 10 metres wide. So, this is the Scottish space programme. That's far out. It's not only the highest haggis ever, it's the fastest haggis ever as well. They're keeping it for posterity. It's now going to go into the Simon High. Butcher's Museum, at a, they'll just keep it in a glass cabinet, I would think. But it's the first Haggis ever in space. Well, I, I mean, that, that deserves a round of applause. I, I love that kind of stuff. I really do. Certainly does. Uh, sir. Fabulous. Fabulous.
0: Now, we have this whiskey to talk about, Marty. We haven't really talked about this whiskey. Uh, which uh, uh, sort of Brian mentioned earlier on uh, the Robbie Burns whiskey? What's it like? Well, it's it's the cell in the Isle of Arran, which is just
1: across the water from me. But Brian has a bottle of it there, so Brian, tell us what you think of it.
2: Well, I I had I had a couple last night because I hadn't tried it. I'd, I'd bottled in in the museum about two years ago, and and it was you can tell you know I I I'd be prefer the single malt, you know the. I the 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 blend, you, you, I know it's a blend, and it was nice enough. It was nice enough, uh, but I would I would probably prefer more the sort of the the Islas, the, the and certainly not the island, but the, the Isla Lafroy again and, and Bowmore, and actually actually some <laughs> oh, a nice one. Actually, some of my friends say, "Why well, how, how do you taste that? How do you taste that? My goodness!" But I I just love the I just love the aftertaste of a, a, a good peaty whiskey, uh, you know. So that's that's a matter of taste, and uh, I, I believe uh, I believe that uh, you've been over the island a few times. Have you?
1: Oh yes, we had a, actually one day we had just that was that was one of the funniest days ever, ever. There was people on board. There was one guy. He was, he got hammered, drunk, and he decided he was sitting in the boat, and, and he got up to go somewhere. Now the waves were like this. He's trying to get the the captain of the boat's trying to avoid getting smacked. My mate John pissed out of his head. He decides to take it up. And I says, Where are you going? He says, Toilet. The toilet was at the back of the boat. <laughs> he could never have been seen again. So I'm pulling him back, and oh, it was just a disaster, a nightmare. <laughs> But it was, it was good fun.
0: Good You'll fun. maybe get across sometime yourself one day to, 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 to have have a look at it, because uh, there's how many distilleries are on island now, Marty? I think it's twelve off the top of my head.
1: And Port Ellen, uh, the IGO are going to be opening Port Ellen very soon. So I think eventually they'll end up with thirteen. We sort of we've touched on it a few times, but you can't talk about Robbie Burns and not talk about our lang syne. People, this is this is what gets me a lot of the time when people talk about Ulster Scots language. And a lot of the time, it's it's sort of derided over here that it's oh it's just a, an accent and and so on and so forth. But lots of people talk refer to it as, as a language. There's arguments for both. I'm not a linguist, so I'm not going to make an argument for either. But what I would say is, if I turn around and ask people, most people have heard of Old Lang Syne. What does Old Lang Syne mean? Because if it's just a dialect, how come it's got all these how come Whenever I say that, people don't know what I mean. So could you tell people, what does "I Lang Syne mean? does the poem really all about? And and why did it become well, so Well, bad? as I
2: say, "I Lang Syne, uh, you know, it was the leaving of the year. And, uh, you know, it, it was all about, uh, as I say, uh, friendship maybe ending. And, uh, you know, saying, saying hello and togetherness. As, as regards the language, you know, in, in Scots, you know, I'm not a language expert either, Murray. I just think language is, you know, I, I, I don't get into that side of things thing because I I'll I, I look at Burns, for instance, and I think of us where his father came from. And if, if anybody's listened, if, if they look up the what's called the, the Doric, which is way up in, in the north uh, east of Scotland, it, they called it the the mother tongue. And then you actually come over to the West. And then you've got a lot of, you've also got a lot of Scandinavian and the Shetlands. So 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 you have all all a mix of words that have been brought down and, and, you know, migrated across. How many, you know, as I say, it's got quite a few verses. Uh, I, I don't know them all. I know the the shortened verses, you know. Certainly not going to sing it tonight, you know, but I think one of you guys might have heard your... <laughs> That sort of. Justin's going to break it at the end. Just <laughs> well, at the no, end, he's going we, to sing it out. Yeah, yeah. We had a we had <laughs> a, a virtual supper Tonight's probably the first time in history that that uh, we had the Burns uh, supper. Uh, the, the 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 World Federation, and it it went quite well. Uh, and then we, we had uh, we actually had Prince Charles on Zoom, but it was recorded, obviously. But he addressed he had, he had, he addressed. Uh, his love for Scotland and what have you it was very good and his his love for Burns I, I don't know as I say you guys well, he's a of the land as well and, 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 and that's what he was discussing and uh, you know you, you talk about you know Burns you had you know obviously the, the Weaver poets here who were strongly influenced by, by Burns like I, I just look at all the, all the musicians oh, yeah. now I'll I be, I be into cool. music a lot and uh, some of his works are beautiful Eddie Reader Eddie Reader does a complete. I don't know if you way, saw her in concert or not. She she does a complete album of Burns tunes. Uh, but but we're all, a lot of friends. We're having a, a virtual gym night on Monday night. You know, so, it, it it'll be different.
1: Bob Dylan said that his his favorite yeah. work essentially was yeah. "Red Red Rose" by by Burns. It's, I mean, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful. Um, I, I I
2: quite I quite like the version. The Furies, you know, you know, and uh, I think that's a stunning version of
1: it, you know, and it's got it's got just lovely. It's very very short, so if anybody's never heard it, I'm going to I'm going to read it out, and I know this isn't a poetry show, it's a whiskey show, but it's very short, so stick with Really nice. If any if any man out there wants to impress <laughs> the woman tonight, quote this here, read that, go and get a copy of us and read it out. It's Just fun. because, trust me, you'll do all right out of it. Okay, so uh, a red red rose. My love is like a red, red rose that's newly sprung in June. My love is like a melody that's sweetly played in June. As fair art thou, my bonny lass, so deep in love am I. And I will love thee still, my dear, till all the seas gang dry. Till all the seas gang dry, my dear, and the rocks melt with the sun. And I will love thee still, my dear, while the sands of life shall run. And fair thee will, my only love, and fair thee will awhile. And I will come again, my love, though it were ten thousand miles. I think that's absolutely fabulous. It's just yeah, it really beautiful. is absolutely beautiful.
2: Uh, yeah. here's uh, one for you to look up of of all the ur- of all the arts, ur- and it's about uh, if you've got that. Rita, it's it's about it's about all the women uh, that, that he met, but but as far as one was 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 Dean Ormond, <laughs> you know?
0: Now we have on screen the force nine crossing Welcome to Isla. If you look down the uh, bottom right there, you'll actually see how rough it was whenever we <laughs> were crossing. And uh, it re- really was rough. Uh, one of the scariest days of my life. It's just... I think it was us coming back. Jonathan. Yeah, that's us coming back. I, di- I didn't want a video on the way over because it was too scared <laughs> to video on the way over. Uh, so, so that is how bad it is on.
1: On the way back again, I think by, I think by that stage I had about 12 whiskeys in me. And <laughs> fraction of them would be a and I mean, It
0: looks like I'm shaking like Star Trek. Or so it, so it was, hairy enough, it mate, it was actually, hairy enough. That's uh, actually Rathlin Island. You're seeing the western edge of Rathlin Island there out the window on the way back. So uh, hit us with that poem if you have it, Marty. Have you found it? Also
2: another beautiful poem. We did, but it's a real rousing poem about Scotts Wahay. Uh, it's about Scotland's greatest victory, Bonnie Burn. Scots Wha is a fantastic Otherwise. song. Scots Wha ye Wallace played. William McLaren
0: is Br- sing it, Marty. They want you to sing these songs. They don't want you to just read poems out.
2: Well, he, he's going to when he comes back from Ireland the next time.
1: He'll be back on Terra Firma. It was oh, it was just unbelievable. Unbelievable, yeah. but it was hilarious. Yeah. A great day out. Great day out. See somebody ask about if they do tours. I would. I take tours over if, if we get enough people, and it's a super day out. It's not that expensive either.
2: Uh, I. I. Like we uh, tried to go a few years ago. No. You know, and uh, and unfortunately, it was cancelled due to the bad weather. That's the only problem with them. You can uh, never you can't really tell with a say that crossing. But but with that poem. it's sort of of all the arts that ever. Uh, of, of, of all the arts i ever seen I dearly loved the West it was there I met my bonnie lass the lassie I love best and that was about Gene no matter what he did he still come back to, to to
1: Gene
0: one more story to cover tonight Marty as well don't we there was a film to be
1: released called The Water of Life it was to be released but obviously with restrictions and so on what they've decided to do is put it up online now it started last night there are tech- what you do is you buy tickets Um. There's three levels of tickets. There's a $15, $25 and £35 gets you a tasting set. I think the tasting sets are all sold out. I'm not sure. And what it's about, it's about Briclady Distillery over on Islay, which it features Jim McCune and Mark Rayner. Now Mark Rayner is the guy who opened the Waterford Distillery. He opened Brooklady and then it's all about a bit of story it's i haven't watched the film yet i've bought the ticket i haven't just watched it yet but it's it seems like a bromance and a falling out and just arguing but it's they bring it there's chemists in it and how they how they took on really in some ways the the, the scottish whiskey distilleries and the association to do things slightly differently uh, now it started last night uh 22nd but it runs all the way through to the 27th and you can start you can buy tickets and if you buy a ticket there's you can watch it any time but there's question and answer sessions which you can it must be something along the lines of zoom i haven't watched it because i was too busy doing prep work for this but that's still available you can go on go on to the, the the website search it down and it's all about whiskey but it's a bit more so it's, I think it's an hour and a half long. So um,
0: we'll maybe out. get across one time uh, whenever we're out of lockdown. We'll maybe organise a big trip over the d- d- Uh Would everybody be in for it, even if the weather was as rough as that? I don't know whether you would or not. It was pretty scary stuff. We're not acting there. I can't even hold a camera steady. It is that rough. Look look how rough it is in that picture. And that's a catamaran we're on. That's a hull ship.
1: Serious. But like I said. <laughs> when the captain shouts Brace for Impact, you know it's rough. Uh-huh. It was, it was there you brilliant.
0: Go. So listen w-
1: it uh,
0: so any quit any final questions tonight? Because we'll we'll wrap up in the next uh, four or five minutes tonight. Uh, We've had Brian Cassidy along from the uh, Burns Association in Belfast. uh, You're 15th oldest Burns Association in the world. To put it in perspective, you're about on a par with St. Andrews, Brian, aren't you?
2: That's right. We are indeed. uh, As I say, it actually goes back as far to 1872 when it was a club. And literally you had, you know, if if you you come right up into the, the early 1900s, you had about 500 Old well, Burns uh, uh, clubs, and then we're down now to about two hundred fifty. But there's been a, a rejuvenation in it, I think, in particularly in Scotland, as I say, from from a lot of bands, young and young ones are getting involved more and more. And as I say, it, it's a great old tradition to keep alive, and it's 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 more pop, you know. As I say, earlier on, it's, it's the most outlying sign, and Burns is probably the greatest, probably. You know, poet in the world, you know, because he's world renowned. I know, I know, some people will say there's better poets out there, but it's a matter of taste. But how many, how many guys, how many guys have spread around so many countries for one man from the Irish coast, basically? But oh, it's a good tradition. But if you if if I go on Isla, Isle, you guys, then you'll have to come to the Burnt supper next year because I'd be impeached before then, probably anyway. <laughs> But, you know, there's a story. I've That's a good way to go out, isn't it? You know,
0: sort of be the first one, maybe, in the whole uh, 150 years to get impeached. <laughs> uh, if people want to get in touch with Burns Club, you can do so through the uh, Ulster Scots Agency. They can put you in touch with Brian and sort you out with Brian's uh, details as well. But uh, we'll probably be st- streaming something special from the Burns Association on Irish Whiskey Review at some point in the future. Now, Marty, uh, really good response this week. Uh, people saying many, many thanks. Uh, Brian, good. great show as always. Uh, Marty and Justin. Uh, Mark would be loved to, to be back over at Isla. Julie Mason has said, excellent show tonight. Enjoying learning more about Burns and watching that Isla Cross video. Thank you all. Uh, Michael Massey's is, uh, put more money in the meter, Brian. Listen, they're upgrading Marty's broadband. And I'm actually doubling my (laughs) broadband. I am doubling my broadband. But my broadband's going up and down like a yo-yo tonight. And nobody is on the internet anywhere in the house. It's going up and down like a yo-yo. Because when we talk to two people, when I talk to two people, you're actually using 27 internet connections. OK, because everybody has to hear it. So 27 internet connections. And that's why it keys over. Uh, James uh, Key, is sa- Key is said, really enjoyable night, guys. Uh, well, there you go. He's an Ulster Scotser. Thank you very much for that. We won't translate that because uh, we'd have to get somebody to do the, the sign language at the same time mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Patrick Mulkey is saying great show as usual. Thanks very much. Uh, Trevor Watson is saying another good show, gentlemen. Uh, uh, Darren Barney Milligan, uh, good show. A wee trip to Islay would be great. Well, we we're going to have details in the next month or so about how you can go on a trip whenever we're out of lockdown, I can't actually go on a trip. And you don't all have to have an inoculation to come on the trip, but you all do have to have a drink. Isn't that right, Marty? Probably preferable,
1: but uh, <laughs> long for the day, we can actually go and do something, you know, go and get get out and go and. I know myself, it's been, the last couple of weeks have been a bit of a struggle because... I think the weather hasn't been great and it just seems as if it's monotonous and on and on and on. So if this show, if this show helps anybody or keeps anybody entertained for a wee bit, you know, good, I hope. I hope. Did you no, put more money in the meter, it, Brian? You
0: know? oh, he's gone again. <laughs> Do you find he's a 50p? He, he's probably gone over his band with the Lions. Hold on, he's coming back again. Here he comes back again. Three, two, one. You're on. You're on. There you go.
2: This is a nightmare. I, 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 it's a, it must be the Scottish blood in me. Mean, I couldn't find a 50p for the meter.
0: <laughs> now you know the, the moon landings were faked. Now you know they were faked. fake. How could they send a signal from the moon? And we can't even send a signal from Belfast to Carrick to Glenarm. There you go. <laughs> well
2: well, sure no. I I was saying I was saying to uh it was one one birds association, uh, you know, I was saying about uh, there's a few Ballymena guys. And then I said, uh, there must be something to do with Ballymena in Scotland because I was in a, a golf course. And, and uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Marty. I, I'm not talking about you. <laughs> and then, uh, I was in a golf course in Ballymena and it says, uh, would members uh, please refrain from lifting lost balls until they've stopped moving? Sorry,
0: Marty.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. For anybody that doesn't know Ballymena people, of whom I am one, have a, have a reputation for knowing the value of a pound. That's just put it like that. <laughs> you know, we uh, we can be quite thrifty.
2: Um, that was directed at a few people who hopefully are listening tonight, by the way. <laughs> I, mean, I have a good connection with balamina I was at balamina United, I know, it, it as a few years ago, so uh, 10, 11 years ago. A lot of good times up there. Great great people.
0: Well, listen, thank, oh. thanks for coming on the show, Brian. Uh, we've really enjoyed someplace. it. We're getting really good response from all right. A great night. and so enjoying watching with my family in Canada. We've, we've a big Canadian contingency watch this show. I know that there, there's a couple of Burns Clubs over Canada away. Uh, Mark Kersey and their excessively frugal in Balamina. Uh I have a story, but I can't tell it publicly because it might offend people. Uh, we short arms and big long pockets is the phrase. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Mark, Mark Kerr's saying this is as tight as a duck's arse. <laughs> if you want to go on Instagram, watch Ducklevision, which is uh Marty's Instagram page that he runs alongside his uh, Irish whiskey review one, which I also post too. Thank you, guys. Every,
1: every day I go down and I feed my little ducks and I record it and I put it on Instagram, Brian. Listen. Pleasure talking to you. Thank
0: you very much for joining it's us.
1: And, uh, enjoy it's Monday night.
0: It's off again. It's, it's dropped it's off, off again. again. <laughs> we'll call it a night, folks. Thanks for watching. Remember to comment, like, and share. Remember, the podcast is out on Anchor on Wednesdays. It's on all the major platforms. Remember to tell your friends. You can comment, like, and share on the videos at any time. We do read them. We do respond to them. And as you know one of the last big questions Murray responded to about the poster on the wall. We've got news about that coming soon as well. Uh, We're also going to be doing a little bit of a tasting from Wayward, Irish Spur down there. Morris O'Connell has sent us some in stuff. We're going to try that as well. He's obviously a descendant from Daniel O'Connell, the Liberator of Ireland. Uh, So thank you very much for watching. Catch you all again soon. And, uh, well, have a good Burns Night on Monday the 25th, if that's what you're doing. Night-night.